Hello, welcome to the official Sydney Comedy Festival podcast. I hope you're good. My name's Kyron Wheatley. My guest today is Dave Williams, who's had a couple shows in the festival, a solo show, which is all finished up, and also Montana Max, which is a live radio play he's doing with Cam Knight and Susie Yusuf. There's one show left uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, the 11th of May. Uh, Headlong is really, really cool. Uh, it's a great idea as well. It's cool about Sydney Fest, so they get you know these different ideas in. As well as that, in here, he explains how he donated sperm to a lesbian couple, but they didn't do IVF. They went about it a different way. It's Dave Williams. Dave Williams, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. I'm That's very good. well. That's good. I'm uh, tired. Oh, really? But revved at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm no longer a youth, so those two things combined a really youth. take it out at me. Yeah. <laughs> We start this podcast with a question from our previous guest, who was yes. Saul Bernstein. Yes. And he asks, what is your favourite country to perform in? Well, uh, have you I have toured to say, overseas, Mark? I have, yeah. Oh, and, uh, and I have to say, I've had my best series of gigs, my best season, in probably Singapore. Oh, wow. Yeah, they really like me for some reason. What were you doing in Singapore? Uh, well, I was uh, emceeing a lot of the Melbourne Comedy Festival Roadshow. Oh, yeah, cool. But I was coincidentally back there a week later uh, doing three nights just as part of, you know, some promoter who, mm. who liked what I did. And, um, yeah, they really they really dig it. Were you scared that it wasn't going to translate? I was. And it turns out that they're really savvy, actually. They're mm. really quite savvy. I mean, obviously, uh, I'd say about 75% of the people were expatriates from some kind of western oh, okay. country but you know even even the locals there were, were digging it yeah because there's like a bit of a new scene in singapore starting up at the moment isn't there yeah but they're so uh unlike australia they don't, they don't seem to really care about sport too much okay so they just you know they they concentrate on you know on on, on entertainment yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and the arts and the military and the military, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, and I really enjoyed it while I was there. I had a, I had a fantastic time. I also, but I learnt um, tight black jeans aren't the greatest thing to wear while you're in Singapore. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a humid country, <laughs> and, and it's you kind become of, one with the your, jeans. They, you do, you do, and it restricts your uh, your flexibility because they stick to your thighs and your calf muscles and knees yeah. and that. Yeah, I imagine you're tired because you got a couple of shows in this uh, Sydney Comedy Festival here. I do. I'm a creative. Just a nutball this year. I've just gone nuts. I did a new uh, one-hour stand-up show, which I finished last week. And How was that? It was good. It was good fun. I was saying before that uh, it was something that I'd not done before. Usually I do shows that are just about anything and everything and not necessarily anything to do with me, just mm. just topics that I find really interesting. And yep. this was this was my attempt at poignance yeah. and making, you know, making it really personal and telling, a, telling you about my journey. A personal comedian? As opposed to like an absurd... Yeah, that's yeah. right. As opposed to what I usually am. I, well, I don't think I'm... Yeah. Not necessarily absurd. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just certainly not... Field stuff exactly, or, exactly. Yeah. And I'm certainly... I, I don't really like talking about, you know, my myself and my... <laughs> what I have to... I don't, you know, I've got nothing to complain about. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I've had... A ch- I've lived a charmed life. You know, there's been no... Everyone's... You know, except for the usual thing that everyone has experienced. Um, you know, I, I, there's nothing out of the ordinary that makes me... <laughs> I was listening to um to the Louis C.K. What the fuck oh, yeah. episode the other day. Oh yeah, and um he talks about how because he used to do out of the left of field just absurd whatever stuff. Yeah, and then when he had a kid, suddenly he became this the personal comedian that he is today and was telling all the stories that that was there something in your life that changed for you to start to do this personal uh, stuff. Or? Yes, yes. The thing that changed in my life was my agent telling me to do a show <laughs> that was really personal. Yeah, that's that's what changed. <laughs> 
can you do something that will sell? <laughs> yeah, please? exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so forgettable. <laughs> Just try to make some sort of impact on the audience, would you? Yeah. So a personal show. It's so a personal show. Yeah. But it, but did you have fun doing? It? Did you enjoy it, or do you prefer the other stuff? I, I've got to be honest. I do prefer the other stuff. Mm. Uh, but you know, I, look, I squeezed. A, I had one hour to talk about me, and I and I managed to squeeze an hour out. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was, uh, I'm, I'm just that interesting. Right. Sounds like you're squeezing out some sort of dump. Like it's just. <laughs> it's like that. That's what I feel like. <laughs> and you know, I was talking about crazy. I was talking about pretty crazy stuff in it. Like uh, I, um, I have. I'm, I'm technically the father to two children I, I donated to a lesbian couple that live just around the corner from me and we're really tight and you know i see them all the time so i was talking about that experience and there's how nothing that in my life that's any <laughs> different to anyone else are you kidding well apart from that was the shining that was the crowning sort of jewel yeah. the jewel <laughs> in my crown of the of the show actually but yeah so i was talking about that and and um and the process that went down with that you know we we didn't go to a clinic i actually went around their house and you know did my business in the next room and and left them a left them a little gift up on their nightstand. Oh wow! Yeah, and then they and they. I don't know what they. I, I'm, I'm not. Sure. I didn't ask them about the process that took place afterwards. But right, two little girls. But you two, didn't sleep with them. No, that would. Don't, don't you reckon that would? See, I would talk about that, man. If that happened, if yeah. if the story went, yeah, they're just two hot lesbians, <laughs> right? And they were just like, Dave, just come around, bang us for the whole weekend. Yeah. And look, whoever gets pregnant gets pregnant, you know. I well, wish it does, it was IVF is a lot. It does does cost a lot of money, doesn't it? It does, but I think they. I think it was a DIY job for themselves yeah. as well. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Yeah. And it just it, it worked. You only did for, the one. First time was a charm. It was like a mir- She was like a miracle little baby, and then and that's why I was so stoked when they asked me the second time. I think they were expecting to be that easy as well. It wasn't yeah. that easy. It turned out it wasn't that easy. Right. Again, it took uh, yeah like five or six goes. Right. And uh, on yeah. the whole stand. Yes. Yeah, on, yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. That's the first time I've heard of it done that way. I know. I, I was certainly expecting. It saves a lot of money. Uh, totally, it does. And and you don't because I, I didn't think it would even be possible. Money, just by the way, lesbians are bloated. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I didn't think that would even be possible. Yeah, right. That it could sit out for a bit. Uh, yeah, I, I I think they were probably lesbians are not only well to do generally, but they are also very practical. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they just got straight to it. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, they were just yeah. like, see you, Dave, get out. It was and- no time for tea. No. No. Yeah, straight into it. I wonder if they'd done any of the science behind that or yeah. if they'd just gone, give it a crack. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. They. I tell you what though, I, these are questions that I should ask them considering they came along and saw the show and I didn't tell them when I was talking about this and they loved it in fact and I was really scared that they wouldn't I was really scared that they were going to be like you know look this is our family that yeah, you're yeah. talking about turns out they loved it and they were actually a bit uh, jilted at me for not including other details like you know talking more about their <laughs> yeah. process in it I was too selfish apparently when I was well maybe next year's show maybe next year's show you're doing a second show this year though uh, you're doing a little radio play yeah man I'm, I'm so I'm actually really excited about this where did this idea come from it's a live radio play in front of an audience, right? It is a live radio play in front of an audience, correct. I, um, last year, uh, as part of the Jurassic Lounge season at the um, museum, uh, I just had a silly little idea that I would be this... Uh, it was kind of like a half-educational, half-natural-history, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, but also tried to be quite an entertaining little radio play. And it turned out that I really liked it, and so did the people cool. who were in it and watched it, and they were like, you know, you should do more, and... My friend Cam Cam Knight, who's in the show with Susie Yosef as well. That's the cast. 
uh, and we all do about 50 characters each. And um, <laughs> yeah, which is pretty good. Uh, you know, so Cam just said, well, you do, do this during the festival, man. Write the whole thing. Make it an hour and let's let's do it. Mm. So tonight's its premiere. Very nice. And you're madly uh, working away on the computer here. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I have taken a huge step forward in my technological um, <laughs> everyday kind of undertakings because yeah I'm not, I'm not a very technically minded guy but like I, I taught myself how to edit sound cues last night just last night I've yeah. done the whole I, did, I just I did the whole tech for all the show last night some people go to NIDA for three years to get that shit down I know chumps man what chumps. are they doing uh, look I mean not only am I the talent yeah right but but I'm the I'm the tech as well uh, what sort of cues you got what do you got in there what, what's the, some of the f- most fun sound effects uh, I have a I have a cougar getting shot from a biplane. What kind of cougar? <laughs> yeah, no, like a, a literal mountain lion okay. kind of cougar. <laughs> Actually, technically a snow leopard um, <laughs> uh, from a, from an old style biplane, wow. which, uh, which was pretty difficult to put together. Mm. You know, you're looking for that very right. You know, yeah. it's it's not explained in the script. I can't talk about it. You can't go, oh, I'm shooting this leopard now outside of this biplane. You know, you, you just have to... Have to rely on the sound effect. Rely on the sound effect, yeah. And I think I've done that. Yep. And so, it's set, so it's set in the fifties, and it's um, you know, it's when it's when radio players were still a part thing. of the yeah, yeah, a, yeah a part of families. People would sit down around the wireless, yeah, children especially, yep. and and you know really listen to get a radio engaged. Play. Exactly, a serious a radio serial. Just, yeah. There's four episodes, you know. It's it's what a soap. What's what soaps started as basically. Yeah. yeah. TV soaps. And and they're also rottenly sexist and racist yeah. do you know what I mean and, <laughs> yeah. all, and just and really you know patriotic really you know girl America and you know the curse the commies everything was about the commies and the commie threat yeah. so I've incorporated that into it as well uh, it's very exciting Montana Max yeah correct thank you yeah. Montana Max uh, alright let's ask a question for our next guest oh, before yes. you shoot off and finish your sound cues alright sweet uh, do their parents approve of what they do that's good as in comedy yeah mm. Yeah. David Williams, thank you very much. Thank you very much. If you want to see Montana Max, the live radio play with Cam Knight, Susie Yusuf, and that man right there, Dave Williams, go to sydneycomedyfest.com.au. Saturday the 11th of May, 9.15pm. Well worth it. Great idea. My next guest, apparently seeking approval from his parents, is going to be Evan Donohoe, a Sydney comic who went and worked with uh, the Barack Obama campaign at the last election. He's written a show about it. All right, my name's Kyron Wheatley. I'll see you then.